Hi, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk About It, a podcast with a purpose. I'm your host, Molly, and now I know that I said we would be getting back to the animals after our last episode about National Childhood Abuse Prevention Month, and we will. However, this week, May 1st through the 7th, and specifically the 5th of May, are all dedicated to the awareness and memory of murdered and missing Indigenous women and girls. So I wanted to hop into your feeds today with a little bonus episode to help just add some noise to a really important topic because I, you know, while I do think there is more awareness starting to happen, I think we can still keep shedding some light here until some, you know, real action takes place. This episode will be a little bit shorter, but it is still worthy of our attention nevertheless. So let's talk about it. Okay, so we are not going to talk about any one particular story. Honestly, I'm never really sure I feel super comfortable telling other people's stories, uh, like especially of that nature. You can always listen to other podcasts, of course, if you're looking for individual stories, because there are certainly some that tell the stories in a really respectful way. And I do think that those stories deserve to be told. That's just not what we're going to be doing today. But anyway, what we will start by talking about is why this is so important and why, you know, even though it's only given a day or a week, it's something that I hope you walk away from this episode thinking about a lot more frequently than that. Because Indigenous women and girls are disproportionately more likely to fall victim to violent crimes than non-Indigenous women. Specifically, more than half of all Indigenous women are sexually assaulted. So this means that they are three times more likely to be victims of sexual assault. And nearly 90% have or will experience violence not necessarily of a sexual nature, but violence nevertheless at some point in their lifetime, making them 1.7 times more likely than white women. And as we, of course, see with so many of the issues of this nature, it goes underreported. But a lot of resources suggest that crimes against Indigenous women are some of the most underreported, like even more so than other types. And this could partly be due to like all of the gray lines of the jurisdiction and the legality of it. I'm certainly not a lawyer and I like know zero about the law, but I do know that it can get messy legally speaking because of like which police departments can do what where when it comes to crimes that happen on reservations and like if the victim normally lives on a reservation but it happened not on the reservation and just that sort of thing it gets really messy Research also suggests that police are far less likely to believe Indigenous women, especially when they are self-reporting the incidents. And I think it's hard maybe to pinpoint just one cause for this. 
but I do think it's safe to say that there is some level of racism, sexism, maybe even classism, depending on the situation going on here, which of course does not mean that these victims and women don't deserve justice or that they deserve any less because they obviously do not. But nevertheless, this is what's happening. And I think that these reasons could definitely impact the numbers when it comes to what is being reported and just getting a clear sense of what is really going on. But also, as well as, you know, forgetting justice for these victims. If the police are not taking them seriously, then who cares if it's you know, how it affects the statistics, these people deserve justice. And I think that with most of these things, the statistics and numbers can be good for giving us an idea of the problem. But honestly, all that really matters is that the problem exists at all. To me, it doesn't matter if it's 10 women or 100 women, it's too many. So let's like do our best to do something about it because we can try to do something about it. And like always, vote. We can vote for compassion and caring. We can vote for candidates that truly care about people, candidates that support legislation and help, or legislation that helps protect and get justice for Indigenous victims. And of course, there are a lot of amazing organizations out there that you can donate to, one of which is the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center. So I will have that linked below. And there are they are just one of many. As always, I encourage you to find one that you are comfortable giving your money to and you really want to support if you want to go the financial route. And I think that we can have really big and important impacts in little ways just in our day-to-day lives. You know, you can share stories of missing persons cases that currently exist and sign petitions to have cases investigated or reopened or donate to things that help fund these investigations. If you are someone who consumes true crime, you have probably heard an episode about an, an Indigenous woman who was missing or was murdered or something like that. So go back and see if you can help those cases in any way. Like I said, there might be a petition that you can sign that helps get the investigation going or some in some way, or you can share the picture to get the face out there in hopes that, you know, someone with answers might see it. And just look out for each other. You know, don't put yourself in danger, but I don't know. For example, if you're out with friends or something and you see someone alone, you see a girl, an indigenous girl, no matter whoever, just like by themselves, maybe they could potentially be victimized. The least you could do is make sure that they have a safe way home. And like I said, we will not be telling any stories today, but I am going to include um, lists and names of indigenous women who are currently missing and have um, missing person cases open or closed, just they are missing, um, as well as remembering some of those that have been murdered. I'm going to include a list of as many petitions that I could find in um, all the places that I can have them listed. So if you do want to go sign something like that. You don't even have to go out of your way to look for them. Uh, Just look in wherever, whatever you're listening on the notes, um, or they will also be on our website. 
So the following individuals are still missing and I will have any resources linked as far as uh, petitions to sign or uh, police enforcement agencies to get into contact with if you happen to know anything. Um, but the following individuals are still missing. Ashley Loring, Heavy Runner, Antoinette, Katie Doe, Kimberly Iron, Faith Lindsay, Cheryl Lynn Jacquat, Jermaine Liz Morigo, and Katia Britton. And then I would also like to mention the following names in memory of Selena Not Afraid, Sabrina Rosette, Cecilia Barber Finona, Olivia Lone Bear, Monica Bercier Wicker, Kaysera Stops Pretty Places, Faith Hedgepath, and Candace Rough Surface. Now, some of these are still open investigations. Even though they have found bodies, they have not found who murdered these individuals. So again, I will have those information uh, and contact information linked as well as any petitions. There is one in particular for Sarah Stops Pretty Places that I will have linked. And again, I thank you all so much for listening to this episode and I will see you all very soon.